Fiddle Podcast. I am your co-host, Kiona McKeegan. With me today, Nolan Chang, Jared Chirais. Here, what's up to the pod, boys? Hello, everybody. What are you doing? Like, oh, that was pretty good. It got me. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Where'd it go? Uh, <laughs> all right, nerd, for all of those who, you know, are with us in the audio sphere, just know that Nolan busted out a magic trick. I've never seen before. Clearly, somebody with the magic camp um, since <laughs> no, they were last on the children and it keeps them occupied. Like, how'd you ah, do that? That's it's about the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, but yes, we're gonna throw. Oh, excuse me. We're gonna give a shout out to our partners over at W Energy, a uh, fantastic tasting energy drink. As you see, the boys here. Well, if you're joining us in the atmosphere, you don't see it, but we do have them W tumblers. The Steel Series as well as the regular one. Uh, But yes, fantastic tasting energy drink. All the caffeine you need within a day, whether you're a gamer, you just work out. I'll say this. I use it as a pre-workout sometimes. It's fantastic for that rush alone. But yes, if you do any of those type of things, fantastic caffeine, no crash, great tasting flavors. Help us out. Help them out. Use our promo code. It's Poi and Soy. That's P-O-I-N-S-O-Y. On their website, that's W.GG for 10% off your order. Do it. Yeah. Go bomb. I was just like, that was it. I don't know what else I got to say about it. But anyway, we're going to hear, <laughs> talk about some of the basketball stuff that's going on. But, you know, really only got one pretty major thing that happened in the last, uh, what, 48 hours or so. Short and sweet. Um, yeah. So this should be, should be short and sweet. And I'm keeping you to that. Both of you. Anyway, um, but yes. All right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So we're talking about Damian Lillard. He obviously gets traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. It's funny how quickly that just came about because I feel like it was literally within hours that they were rumored. And then all of a sudden they make the trade happen. So Miami, what are you doing? Drew Holiday. I'd love to end my career here. Oh, I know. Sure about that. <laughs> oh, I know. Just made Poor it that Drew. much worse. Um, but yeah, I guess I'll throw it over to you first, Nolan. Do you kind of have, um, actually, better yet, can you outline the trade for us and then give us your winners Indeed. and losers for the trade? So, in this three way trade between Portland Trail Blazers and the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks, starting from the least amount of things received, Milwaukee Bucks get Damian Lillard. That's it. Phoenix Suns get uh, Yusuf Nurkic. Nasir Little, Keon Johnson, and Grayson Allen. Portland Trailblazers receive Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, Tumani Kamara, uh, 28 first-round pick, 29 first-round pick, and 30 first-round swap. Actually, sorry, two first-round swaps and then one first-round pick, um, from Milwaukee, all from Milwaukee. So, a lot moving, a lot moving, other than for just receiving Dame Lillard from Milwaukee, but overall, it Seems like a fair trade, in my opinion, in regards to what each team is getting. Yeah, I mean, I'd agree with that. I was also, I also said, say your winners and losers. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, my bad. Trade. My bad. Right, get um, it together. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one yeah. who says it like that, okay? Anyways, <laughs> I think the main winner, all right, uh, all right, this is why it's not going to be short and sweet, because we're going to do this shit, and then I'm going to start arguing every fucking time. Anyways, sorry about that, everybody. Um, uh, the first winner, I would say for sure, would be uh, the Phoenix Suns. Um, I had anticipated with the arrival of Bradley Beal that DeAndre Ayton, his efficiency and his productivity would go down immensely. 
Um, mm-hmm. So having Nurkic there as the kind of replacement now um, seems the most logical. He gets the boards. He can kind of fill the paint a little bit for you. He doesn't necessarily need the ball in his hands, whereas if you had DeAndre Ayton, I think there would be a lot of moments where you'd be like, they're not looking for me. I'm not being able to get part of the offense or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, picking up and bolstering their bench is one of the biggest things I think we said that they needed. Um, they did make some great moves, right, during the offseason, picking up some free agents. Uh, but that getting this here little, so. yeah. yeah, getting this here little, Keon Johnson, Grayson Allen is, uh, I think, a big piece from Milwaukee Bucks that now they're getting over there. So that should pay off in dividends for them, um, just in rotation wise. Uh, second winner, I guess you could say, would be Portland Trailblazers. Um, at this point, we know now that they're blowing it up. So now that they have Drew Holiday, I know there's a lot of rumors about them trying to find another team for him to move him, but getting three first rounds. Um, DeAndre <laughs> and <laughs> overall now I believe I heard that Jeremy Grant is on the trade block eligible for trade in January so it can look like they will be getting more things and potentially now being an F rank in the West now that we've kind of discussed it further from last two pods ago um, but I think I hate to say it. I think the Bucks are losing this trade. Um, they gave up a lot of, lot from them. I think Drew Holiday is a great two-way player, um, and he's a facilitator. Now you're having someone who's ball dominant as a shooter, can facilitate, not great at facilitating, not necessarily the best defender in Dame Lillard. So I think it is kind of like a, I wouldn't say it's a wash. I think it's leading a little more balancing wise towards them losing something in that trade. Mm-hmm. You're also giving up Grayson Allen, who we've harked on the last season and how well he plays as that six man off the bench or how he stepped in when uh, Chris Middleton was injured. Um, yeah. So it, it's it's looking kind of interesting. I, I think just by a hair, I consider them a loser in this trade. But call a spade a spade. You're getting Dame Lillard. So I'm, I'm there's there's only so much I can really say negatively about it. Yeah. Turn over to you, book. Who do you have as your winners and losers for this trade? Uh, I say the Suns win, and I'm kind of waiting all in on the Bucks thing. But I mean, I think that's the only way this trade works is if they mm-hmm. only get Dame out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they want everybody wanted to make the like, Portland wanted to make the move. He wants to make the move. They weren't gonna. They needed to get a lot in return, and I think they did. Um, so I think it goes Suns, Portland, and then Milwaukee. I think the Suns, we already talked about their star-studded roster, and adding these uh, four names was only going to help the depth for their for their, their run this year. Um, mm-hmm. I think Nolan touched on it perfectly with the Drew and um, DeAndre. Like, they wanted to get rid of 18 anyway. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure getting, like, the, the Nurkic swap. It's not really winning or losing with the Nurkic and 18 swap because all you're getting is experience. They didn't mm-hmm. want 18. They weren't happy with it, so they're just offloading people that they don't want. Basically, is mm-hmm. what it came down yeah, to. It's true. So, and and it's another place. He's still young. He can help maybe grow that program. We talked about all the young studs that they have there, and and I think Nolan put it perfect. Like with them shopping Drew, I think they can get a, uh, another like mid mid aged uh, that's a seasoned. Like I guess not a, like uh, old, but a seasoned vet that's been around that can help. Um, like really steer the ship right for this young squad. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, uh, I think. I, I it's so funny. Like I told Nolan, like we're probably gonna have the same takes. Um, the the mm-hmm. 
getting rid of Drew, which is exactly what I was thinking. The great two-way player, like we know what he does on the defensive side of the ball, facilitates mm-hmm. well. And then you're just getting Dame, and then you're getting basically the name and the shooter out of it. But mm-hmm. no one's about Dame. No, I mean, don't, don't get us wrong. Yeah, he's a great um, shooter. <laughs> yeah, he's a great shooter. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Um, you know, I I think it's a um not just a rebuild. It's it's a rebranding for Milwaukee. Because mm-hmm. like we said, new coach, mm-hmm. uh, same team, they're trying to change things up just a little bit. So mm-hmm. I mean, then like if they're losing, they're not losing by much. Like I'm, I'm in full, total agreement with Nolan on that. But mm-hmm. I do think the Suns win in this because we we talked wonders about Grayson Allen. I mean, despite all the dirty plays and everything that everybody has to say about him, he really is a workhorse and he knows how to step into that that six man role uh, really well for any team that he's mm-hmm. been a part of. So, so yeah. That's that's my witness of this at least. I guess I'm gonna have the hot take for today's pod, but um, you know, I'm gonna say, well, first I, I'm gonna throw some winners out there that um, specifically some of the players. Um, I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give a winner to Yusuf Nurkic. Obviously, he gets to join a contending team. Um, I'm not saying that he's been fantastic in his career, but he finally gets to go to a spot where I feel like. What he does fits what they're going to need him to do very well. Um, He just eats up the paint, which is like a fantastic thing for that team specifically because obviously Mm -hmm. they have all the guys who can shoot on that team. Um, On top of that, the Suns obviously win because they just add depth to a team that was already very good. Um, We put them in the S tier. Now this for sure gives them an S tier type of deal. Um, Getting Nazir Little in the trade, I think was a boon for them because um, to get two young guys in him and Keon Johnson who are, you know, proven for the Portland Trailblazers as like young assets that are fantastic in whatever role they actually play. Great for them. Um, On top of that, getting Grayson Allen, just it's nuts to me that they were able to swing this trade in a way where they, come out on top, um, giving away somebody who um, wasn't the best player in the trade. You know what I'm saying? So it is just crazy to me because Dame technically was the best part, a player in all of the trade. Um, also going to give a shout-out to Scoot Henderson. I think he's a winner in this. Obviously, you yes, you lose the veteran leadership of a guy like Dame, so there, that does suck. You won't have the mentorship of uh, a great point guard in the league. But at the same time, it opens up you to have not only a big man who you can, you know, trust in DeAndre Ayton as far as like growing with him alongside, who also has the veteran experience, who also has the playoff stuff. Um, but yeah, you get the chance to just build your team the way you see fit, uh, see fit. Get to play with Anthony Simons, all that. So you know, shout out to him as a winner for this trade. Big loser for me, the Heat. I mean, we've said it before, Pat Riley, Eric Spolstra. They're probably the best duo in the entire league as far as like a – is he a GM owner? Whatever his role is, Pat Riley's role. GM. Yeah, GM. So, so GM and then coach, I think they're the best tandem in the league, bar none, um, just because they're – what they're able to get for what they have is just insanity um, as far as finding value in everything that they do. But this was a big miss for them as far as like not getting this deal done because obviously – they missed on a lot of players recently. Um, I think they posted the list on ESPN. Kevin Durant was one of the guys. Like it's like all these guys who had them on their short list teams. Um, Bradley Beal, another one. Now they missed out on Dame. I don't think they're going to try to make a trade for James Harden just because it seems like his asking price is kind of stupid now, at the moment. Let me ask: What if we look at it more now 
that he goes after Drew Holiday. Honestly, that's what I was just about to say. But if they go after a guy like that, I think it's funny because they haven't been rumored as a team yet. So it's also like it's weird to me that you wouldn't go out and get Drew Holiday because it seems like he would fit the freaking heat mold like mm-hmm. to a T. Defense, facilitate, um, mm-hmm. team ball. Yes, well, yeah, yes, yes. exactly. It's funny because now, you know, ever since he's been rumored for the Bulls, there's like all these rumors about like whether or not they would include Alex Caruso in that trade. I'm not going to lie. If it's Drew Holiday, <laughs> I love me some Caruso, but that's a starting caliber point guard. We would also get off the contract of Lonzo Ball in that trade. So just saying, throwing it out there. Anyway, um, no, that's not what this <laughs> is about. But the other, at. but I guess kind of my my hot take in this is that although, yes, the Bucks lose a two-way player. Dame has never been a two-way player. Let's get that out the way. One of the greatest offensive players ever to play the game. But nah, not a great on the <laughs> opposite side. Not even really a great, like you said, a facilitator. That's not really been his role. Yeah. But last year in the playoffs, without Chris Middleton, which, I mean, just, you know, it has to be said. His health is always a concern. You never yep. know whether or not he's going to be there or not. Yep. Without Chris Middleton, you do need a guy like Dame to be there on this team. So I think for them to go out, it cost them Drew Holiday, who is a fantastic two-way guy, um, but wasn't doing that much on the offensive side last year in the playoffs. It cost them Grayson Allen, fantastic six-man guy, fits the mold of what the Milwaukee Bucks are. But they go out. I think they only had to give up swaps, which is insane to me because swaps are like nothing when you're a team that's projected to be at the the back end of the lottery anyway. So, like, what does that even matter? Um, And they only give up one first-round pick on top of that. Like, to me, this was probably the least amount you could have paid to get a guy like Dame um, onto a team because, obviously, you had to have the salary-matching guy in Drew and you had to have some other player just to make it work even more. So, um I think that he was a boon for them. I think that this will be one of those tandems that it's either championship or bust um, at this point, just because you have Giannis's contract coming up. So there is that flip side of it. But at the same time, what Dame can do on the offensive side of the court, what the Bucks can cover up his shortcomings with when they got Pat Connaughton off, um, or Pat Connaughton probably will start, I guess, because I don't know who else would start over Pat since Grayson Allen is not there anymore. Right, yeah, I was like, yeah. they don't have Javon Carter anymore. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I was like, as far as a number two guy, uh, but you're still gonna have Chris Middleton, who is a fantastic two way guy. You still got Giannis, who's Giannis. Um, you got Brook Lopez, who proved himself on both sides of the court. So, I think the shortcomings that come with it do not outweigh what you're getting with Dave. Yeah. So, um, I overall have them as a winner, but I also do see you guys' point. Like, I understand you. They definitely lose two guys who are. Um, key for their identity in the last few years. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be super interesting to see what happens with this trade. Kind of throwing this out there because I know I just kind of mentioned it, but we didn't really talk about it. He's the last piece to fall. The last guy that has yet to be moved or be mentioned in a move. It seems like everybody doesn't know where his asking price is. James Harden. I knew that's where you're going. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm curious for both of you guys. Do you guys have anywhere that you think would be a logical fit for him at this point? And do you see a deal getting done before the year starts? Because I feel like we're in limbo with his contract, with his team, not really sure what's going on with them. What are your thoughts? I'll throw it over to you first, Jared. 
I would say I don't think a deal gets done before the season starts. Um, I think because, like you said, nobody knows Zaxon price. Nobody knows what's going on. What, where all this other like shenanigans basically going on? I'll throw a I, team. If it's the Clippers, <clears throat> if you're the Clippers, is there an asking price that is too much for you outside of obviously because they're not going to trade the two big guys? But like, for looking at the rest of that roster, is there? A package that would scare you off from trading for James Harden, because you got like Norman Powell, you got Ivica Zubac, you got I don't even know who else is on that team. There's so many random names on the team. A great, a great location for him. Um, If not there, man, you 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 trying to off offload (laughs) Drew Holiday? I I can see a Portland. I think we talked about Portland before. You, you know, really the Portland want to have the Portland thing to happen. It's funny because I, I remember I, before I, you I mentioned them really too. I actually really like it though. I actually really mm-hmm. like like like. I think that's a good fit for him, uh, especially with the youth. And if you're losing like the Dame mentorship, like you bring the Harden mentorship into it. So if they're looking to mold, I mean, granted, I don't know if Harden's going to want to go there because they're not going to be a contender. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, like, he would be. I really he would. But I mean, you bring up the Clippers, and I love that because I, I do think that's a great spot for him. Uh, I do think that but past the big the, the big three names, you there's you can package anybody. They have such great yeah. role players. We've talked about that, and I think that that would be great. Um, that's, as a Lakers, see, that's kind of why I'm curious. As we're cheering like... for the Lakers over here, I don't, I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> Yeah, know? yeah, but that's why I'm kind of curious <laughs> why it hasn't gotten budget. done yet. So I'm like, what, what is, what is on their team that they're scared to include in that trade? I like, really you know what I'm saying? Know. Like, what, what, what is holding up that side of the trade? Is what I guess I'm getting at. The Nothing. toxicity of James Harden. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that's probably my only my like my only thought process behind it is the toxicity of James Harden. Yeah, and what I mean, you have fair. to what 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 comes along with James Harden, you know? Because we mm-hmm. know him and like he can play with the best of the best players. It's not it's not that it's not the basketball part of things now. Maybe it's a personality thing or a teammate thing or maybe shout out to Christian Wood. Deal with him. So this <laughs> is like. There's another guy who's been rumored. But anyway, throwing it over to you, Noel. Before we get out of here, because we promised to keep this short and sweet, what are your thoughts on James Harden? You think he's going to get traded before the beginning of the year? Yeah, we're only a couple weeks out, or a few weeks out, right? He has to. I mean, regardless, all you're doing, if you're Daryl Moore, is you're just shooting yourself in the foot. Um, Yeah. If you don't make a move, because you know, like we just mentioned, toxicity. But sometimes it's whatever was said behind closed doors, if it, it... Holds to be true, you you're doing this to yourself, Daryl. And so, yeah, if they move him, the thing with it is, I would I completely agree that the Clippers would be a great landing spot for him. But this for guy. a team, <laughs> for like, a team like the Sixers, who we've just kind of discussed previously in the Eastern rankings, as a team that should be pushing to make a championship run, the package that the Clippers would give you doesn't work. Unless you're including one of those three heads that they have there, it would have to include Russell Westbrook, or it would have to include PG or Kawhi. And there's no way I think that they would just take six man bench players for James Harden when they still have Embiid in his prime MVP season, regardless if we agree or not. 
And now you're just saying, oh, yeah, we're just going to get you these. We're going to get you Bones Highland. We're going to get you Norman Powell. And we're going to get you Zubach to kind of back you up. It doesn't make sense for Daryl Moore to make that move. So Do you realist- think there's any stars out there that would, you know what I mean? As far as that like match that, that the team would actually be willing to give up for him because of his age. I mean, his last couple of years being disgruntled, like. Like, do you really think that there's like a package out there where somebody's like, yeah, yeah, I'll trade our number one guy for James Harden? Like, that's kind of where I feel like it's it's getting awkward because I feel like yes, you don't want to give him away for nothing, but at the same time, it's like who's out there that you're like willing to be like, yeah, I'll trade my guy for James Harden right now. There isn't, and I think that's yeah. that's kind of where you look at in the trade now. It's every other team that is in discussions with the Sixers has the upper hand because it's like it's as easy as saying, no, nope, not a good pack. Sorry. And now Daryl Moore is going to be the one that's lowering his trade value stock in Harden whenever he's going to these negotiations. So mm-hmm. it's yep. it's going to be really interesting to see what they do before season starts because we got, what, a month before mm-hmm. uh, the kick or not the kickoff whew, before the game start. But for the kickoff, right on. Um, but something has to be done quick because once they start getting into training camp or preseason, if he's not stepping foot in one preseason game, we already know where this season is heading for them. Would you swap him for hero? Hell no. I think from which side are you saying hell no? Are you saying hell no from the Philly side, or are you saying hell no from the Heat side? Because I don't think that equates to anything really i i think i think that's kind of like a a stupid move on their part i mean because what are you really getting you're going to be getting maybe i mean actually now that we're talking about it bring drew back bring drew back portland's willing to kind of sell the farm right now what if you bring drew back maybe that has been heavily rumored in stipulation they can say kind of verbally hey maybe we'll take Jeremy Grant off your hands once he's allowed to be traded. And then so January come time, they'll talk again, say, hey, we have these players ready to move over to give Jeremy Grant. And now you have Drew, yeah, Grant. You still got PJ Tucker there, correct? Right? Yeah. But are you go. trading Are you trading Drew and Jeremy Grant for James Harden if you're the Trailblazers? Like what are you winning in that trade? Yeah. I don't know, but I mean, if, that's what I'm saying. if, I was if there's like, one, it sounds team, great on the Philly side, no, yeah, but yeah, it yeah. doesn't sound great on if the Portland if side. If there's one team that's going to be willing to give up any name that they have at this point, it's going to be Portland. Because any other one is not is only going to give you just six man packages. I mean, if it's right? Harden and like five picks, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. If it's just Harden for, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, but but also you have Maxi to, in there, you have to remember or? you have to remember Portland will understand that this is literally a one year rental because he's just expiring contract. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, why are you giving up two? Guys who can get you much more than name, that. A big, a big yeah, he's literally on a, yeah, like a five-year yeah. contract. So that that's is like, true. That's why I'm like, realistically, like I just see it end up. I just kind of see it either being a buyout situation or one of those situations where he ends up on a team that he there he's going to get like three six-man candidates out of. Like I just don't really see like a star that's going to get traded in any James Harden trade. Um, at this point, it just sucks because like. Yeah, I mean, 
he's a valuable guy, but just like realistically, I feel bad for Joel Embiid in this entire situation, yeah. just because. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, it is what it is with the Philadelphia 76ers, but we just like to, you know, I guess we're going to end it here. Dame, good luck to you over in uh, Milwaukee, you know, hoping for the best. You know, we'll just hit us up whenever you want to <laughs> join us on the pod so we can talk about you getting traded and all that kind of stuff. So, um, <laughs> one day we'll get those. Wow. Kind of, one day we'll get that cool. Anyway, thank you for joining us here on After the Buzzer. It's been a pleasure. It's been a joy from all of us here at Lepoy and Lesoy. Good vibes and love. What was that? Bang, bang. Shoot.